Hello. Hello. Hi, you are on speaker for some reason. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. There we go. <laughs> Figured that out. Ah, good, good. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. Long time no see. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, forgot what you guys sound like. Right? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I almost didn't recognize you when I saw you the other night. I was like, that's CJ, and that's fucking Zach. I like, it took me a second. <laughs> like, that no, guy looks like, but he's got a nice beard. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I forgot it's been so long since I since I saw you in person because the last time we did the power hour, you weren't able to make it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah, so the yeah, actual being busy. The actual last in person was close to a year ago, wasn't it? Like December, January. Might Something have been like the first the first power been. hour. So whenever that episode was. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see episodes. Oof, my daughter is not wanting to go to sleep. Uh, Me either, dude. Fight the man. Fight, fight the power. The man. Uh, Eight November. months ago is when it was uploaded. November, yeah. Jeez. Man, how time flies. I know. <laughs> That's insane to think about. I, Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy that we've been doing this for so long, actually. Well, yeah, episode one was technically 5th of October, 2017. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we're coming up on our on our one-year anniversary. we got to do something special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a power hour, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we need to get another one of those in. I, so... My when when I did see you on Friday, I had been drinking. I hadn't been drinking that much. I had over the course of probably, you know, four or five hours, uh, uh, consumed six alcoholic beverages. Two of them were beer, and I threw up so much that night. Oh no! Right, and it wasn't even like a lot, but it was. So I'm wondering if it's the beer, the gluten in the beer. I'm wondering. That could be. You know, because I'm fine if I just drink straight whiskey. Well. Some whiskeys. If it's rye, it also fucks with me, but I'm not sure. Well, there's a lot of gluten involved in whiskey, so I'd say you should try the hard seltzer and or gluten-free beer. I should try that. I should try both of those. And we'll see. And if the power hour kills me, mm-hmm. then we'll know that, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that it's not just the gluten. It's, it's man, we got to get a handle on what this is. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Boy, she's screaming away in there. She <laughs> she keeps saying poo-poo and farting, so I think it's that oh. she has a, an upset stomach. Oh, and some gas. Hang her up yeah. there for just a little bit. She'll fart real good, and then she'll be fine. <laughs> we, tried, we tried a lot of things like this. <laughs> then I just tried putting on one of her three movies in her room, but my wife is out there ready to jump into action if necessary. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she's up to three movies now. She was just on one for so long. But just that would hold her attention, or that she actively didn't like. She actively only wanted to watch one movie for like a month. She just wanted to watch Moana. Oh, okay. Well, all that's day. a great one to watch. Really? It's, yeah, it's grown on me. It's all day, every day, just Moana. And now, at what's this the point, other one she's up to? We have expanded to include Boss Baby and Coco. Oh, oh, also okay. good flicks. Yeah. I've so, never seen Boss Baby or Coco or Moana. Coco is one of the 
best Pixar movies I've ever seen. That's what that's I've really heard. fantastic, and it really encompasses the Mexican culture surrounding like Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, we started switching it to um, Spanish audio. Yeah, that's cool. Oh. Because they, first of all, all of the songs were written specifically that they could easily move into Spanish and still keep yeah. the same meter and everything. So it has all the songs in Spanish at that point, and then it's like, well, it's not going to hurt her to watch a bunch of Spanish. I would watch that movie in Spanish, and I would probably cry a little less. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, Boss Baby is fine. You know, Pixar is always trying to, like, break your heart, and yeah. uh, DreamWorks makes a small attempt at it. So, like, there's a scene in Boss Baby towards the end where my wife cries every single time, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty uh, touching yeah but the baby get what it wants um it's one of those you get everything that you wanted and once you got it you realize that's not what you wanted so you go back to that thing that you were complaining about the whole time and and realize that it still loves you yeah <laughs> yeah that's fun yeah, so she because her words are expanding, she can literally ask for those shows by name. Oh, and you kind of got to do oh. it. If she says it, <laughs> baby. Reward the yeah, right, baby Coco or Oana. Huh. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, hanging. That was the little la- Holly growing up. Yeah, the the last time I used this computer was when we recorded last week. So I was looking at the tabs, and the last tab open was hanging because we were talking about hanging by the neck till yeah. death. Yes. Ah. Wait, were we? Wait, were we? <laughs> I think we were, we were talking about nooses. We were talking about yes. the why you can't have nooses. Thirteen knots in a noose. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is right at the end when I know you get a little, little punchy there, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, I was pretty. I was pretty tired last week too when we were doing it, and I was trying to drink as much of my Trader Joe's Irish whiskey that I don't like to try and get rid of it. And so, yeah, I was. I was a little bit, a little bit drunk last week. <laughs> a little bit, just a little. Oh yeah, Zach and I had a gangbusters week where we hung out three days in a row. Wow! It just it just happened to happen to happen. Yeah. Yep, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. I know. Yeah, I, I discovered I'm I'm getting old. I can't drink <laughs> like I used to. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling uh, Navaz, who is the the gentleman playing uh, Burger in the show here, that once you hit 25, shit just starts going bad on you, and it, it really might not is. be shit that you realize. It's like all of a sudden, you know, just you start making noises when you stand up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you start <laughs> bruising a little bit more bouncing back less fast from injuries you know yeah i had to i <laughs> i have to i had to work real hard on not making noises anymore when i got up <laughs> because my daughter was always copying me so i'd be like yep. carrying her and then i'd stand up and i go Ugh, and then she'd go Ugh. i'm like no don't don't no, worry no, no, that's no, how you right, stand yeah. up yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna be in like kindergarten and groaning when she stands yeah. up because she just thinks that's how people stand yeah. <laughs> Raising a little old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy Navaz, from the small amount I've hung out with him, he's well, a lot of the cast of hair is just right there in their partying prime and they're just partying all the time. They are. They're living it. But they're it's weird though, because so like first of all, 
the weed that they had back in the 60s was nowhere near as potent as the weed that they have now. So, like, their perception of what hippies did was all, like, this slow, like, everything is, like, whoa. You know, and that's not really what it was. You know, so Dennis keeps having to say, like, hey, like, I know that you're technically high right now, but you still have to sing the words and you still have to <laughs> sing on key and you still have to, you know, have some energy that makes people want to watch you. So right. it's not just all that. Yeah. <laughs> but... No, he's good. He's uh, he's uh, Navaz. He's insightful for being such a young gentleman. He he seems it. I like I I like him. He just is usually pretty trashed whenever I see him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's that coming? I haven't I haven't seen the set in a week. It's good. It's good. We have done. Saturday was. Uh, uh, the you know tech day or no not not tech day it was a, a work day mm. so they they went and all spray painted you know some shit in the van and graffitied everything and and distressed the brick and aged the the floor you know so because the set was already pretty much built right for the most part so and now we're gonna start this was the week that the crew comes and watches okay so it'll be their first time being naked in front of anybody except for you know the crew the the immediate first three either jenny or i or martin or dennis right um so that'll be they're always you know really nervous and loud after they do that so we'll see how that works (laughs) (laughs) oh that's why martin was there okay i've yeah well he's assistant director he is yeah Yeah, correct yeah yeah Yeah. and he's doing stuff for like the promo stuff too yeah okay yeah, I actually heard you guys is um, you guys have like a little radio ad on K one that I actually heard the other day at work, or not K one, but really um, K Joy, K Joy. Yeah. Hey, right on. Did you hear me? I it sounded like you. <laughs> it was on. It was me. Yay. Okay, uh. I'm like I'm I'm like I I forgot to mention it uh, when I, we saw you the other night because I was a little bit drunk, but I was like I'm like 99 percent sure this is James. Let's see, community yes, it was. events. It's good to know. Let's see if I can find it on their website. Community events. No. Oh, sort of. Like, it's just a... Oh, I can click it. <gasps> hey, what does it say? It just takes me to the SCT website, so never mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. That's uh, it's the most we can ask for for our current marketing person at Stockton Civic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, impressed that it even does that. It just circles you back to the K Joy website. <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, no one's really gone in and uh, redone this website ever. So I have tried. I have. I received the well for the app at least. I received the password for the app, mm. but it, they lapsed on their payment. Yep. So I can't re-download the shit from the app store. Like it just yeah. won't let me. And it and so I'm like I'm kind of stuck here. <laughs> yeah, no idea how to actually do that. And the website itself is not me. I don't really know how to do web design, but I was going to try and learn at least app maintenance. But I, yeah, I mean know. the app wasn't terrifically uh, complex. It, right. ne- it just needed some cleaning. Correct. And I feel like I could learn that sort of thing, um, but I, but I need access to it. SCT has a Tumblr. <laughs> they have a Tumblr page. That's weird. That's almost. I, scary. I never got into Tumblr. Yeah. Well, I was I was very into it for a while, and then around the time Facebook bought Tumblr, they got really really crappy. 
And so then Or did Facebook buy them? I'm almost positive. Oh shit. Damn, what doesn't Facebook have their fingers in? Yeah. Facebook, Tumblr, and I think so. Who bought? Let's try. I, I, it's, this is tougher this week because I have. A, I'm in a different room, so oh. <laughs> I have to hold my microphone. Who bought? Oh man, Tumblr. <laughs> so I'm typing one-handed. Do you normally have it on a stand? Yes. Oh, Yahoo bought it. Oh, nice. okay. And somehow I feel like that's even worse. <laughs> it is. It is worse because the moment Tumblr was purchased, um, the ads became unbearable. Oh uh, yeah, there were always ads, and it was fine, but it just became way too much. So, yeah, I keep trying to delete it, but I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> you can't now. You're stuck with it. It's Yahoo. Yeah. Well, I yeah, went. I saw my Yahoo email. <laughs> I, I haven't checked it, but <laughs> I deleted um, my Twitter account, sort of, because I just I just got tired of it, and so instead of deleting the app, I deleted my entire account I think because the only option was um what's the thing the that people do when they just sort of deactivate oh okay yeah the only option was deactivation and really? they don't have just a flat out delete and then if you stay deactivated and you don't log in for 30 days then they delete oh okay yeah so that's fun so maybe I'll not have a Twitter soon. Yeah, if you manage to not sign back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. Settings. I'm going to just live live on the podcast. I'm going to try and delete my Tumblr. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, um, what? Delete account. There it is. Oh, now i got to log in again. So uh, what else? What's, what's, uh, what has your guys' week been like? Uh pretty good i did a um uh test to see if i have sleep apnea we'll know soon huh. i had to have like a weird bracelet thing uh and it was attached to my finger oh so hmm. we'll see oh that was so painless i don't have a tumbler anymore hey wow oh. nowhere near as hard as it was to delete facebook yeah i just punched in they were like you sure punch in your email and password and so i did like, I, I hit enter now i'm on a page that says it's gone Sign up again. Yay. Wow. Yes, bitch, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am sure. Yeah, absolutely sure. So sleep app, did you have to go somewhere? Or did they just have you wear something at home? Well, I had to go to a, like a little orientation to mm. see how the thing worked. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was just done at my home. And, you know. So my mom had to go do a sleep study where she slept all hooked up to a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Which is like, man, to talk about t- difficult to sleep. Right, yeah. yeah How do you stay asleep like... and really judge when you're in a lab outside of your usual comfort zone strapped yeah. to a bunch of machines that fucking pull your skin if you move? Yeah, she said if you needed to go to the bathroom, you had to call an attendant and it would take like 20 minutes to get unhooked from everything. No, I wake up and immediately must piss. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you fucking do that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And needless to say, I don't think she slept during her sleep study. Probably not. I think she went home. Yeah. From what I remember, she went home and slept at five. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Ooh, I'm still trying to get through this Canadian mist. It's so gross. Yeah, you got to mix it with like Seven Up or something. But you're not drinking soda anymore, are you? No, I'm not. So I'm shooting it with water. <laughs> Pickle back it, bro. Oh, I hate pickles. Oh. Really? Yeah, pickles are very gross. Even now, as an adult, I figured at like twenty three, twenty four, that shit started changing palate wise. It has changed in that if I'm surprised by a pickle in like a burger or something, it's not like so gross. End of I have the to world, spit it throw out. It away. Yeah. I can still chew up that bite and eat it, and then go. You know what? I'm going to take these pickles off. So I, sh- <laughs> I should say I don't prefer them. Ah, uh, that's fun. <laughs> I love dill. The flavor dill, you just don't like pickles. Yeah. Dill pickles. Yeah. I have this great mustard dill sauce that goes well with everything. It's unfortunate because, like, pickle juice is a random cure for muscle cramps. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I think it's the sodium or the potassium in it. But uh, my grandmother told me about it once. She used to get these weird cramps that, like, her, her foot would look like an eagle claw. Ooh. Yeah, and so and she couldn't even really walk on it, but like she just randomly tried it one time, pickle juice, and it like within five minutes a cramp went away. Pickle juice for cramps, auto filled. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, probably do that. It's probably all the like sodium in it. That's what yeah. this one is saying is or the potassium. sodium. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because apparently it's about the same level of help as uh, Gatorade would be for cramping. <laughs> right. But without yeah. all the extra crap that's in Gatorade. Yep, yep. Whew. Pickles. Zach, you a big pickle guy? No, no, not at all. I do, well, I should say, when I was young, I hated them. But like James mentioned about the palate changing, I don't hate them. But I think I just went so long hating them that they just have never made their way into You also don't prefer them? Yeah, well... I don't even know if it's not a prefer- like not preferring them. I've eaten a whole pickle before that came with a hamburger, and I'm like, eh, this is fine. But I went, you know, 28 years without having them, so I've just never added them into my diet. <laughs> yeah, other than special planning for dinners, the things that I keep in my fridge and cabinets are all the things that I would have been happy to eat at age five. <laughs> yeah. Pop-tarts. PB&J. Yeah, stuff like that and that's normally what i go for and then for dinners when i go all out and i'm like all right we're having dinner so tonight we're gonna have uh you know sauteed scallops on a bed of arugula but then um yeah then that next morning it's all right get a pb and j and a tortilla away we go yep eat the tortilla with the peanut butter and jelly or is it by itself um it's, I stick the peanut butter and jelly inside the tortilla, and then I roll it all up, and that's my PB&J. Just a regular flour tortilla? Yep. You should then like, put a toothpick through it and fry it in butter. Ooh. <laughs> it's less healthy, but more tasty. <laughs> more tasty for sure. I'll have to try that. Hmm. I used to, because my grandma is big on making her own corn tortillas. She had, like, a tortilla press and stuff. So we used to have, like, taco night, you know, and everybody would come and, like, you know, make all these tortillas. And, and like, I used to love peanut butter on everything, Jif peanut butter specifically, to the point that I would put it on these corn tortillas, whether or not they were fried in grease or if they were just, like, fried on, the, you know, like, slapped on a, on a dry pan. They hmm. were pretty fucking tasty. It's pretty good. You wouldn't think peanut butter and corn did together, but, like, a lot of cereal is made with, 
you know, corn. Sure. Like, mm. I remember with pancakes, that was a big change in my life when I realized you could take a pancake, put some oh, peanut yeah. butter on, some maple syrup. Oh, oh yeah, and it's yeah. delicious. Pops used to concoct a maple syrup peanut butter mix that was just his, and nobody mm. else better touch it because he <laughs> oh. only made it up for himself. <laughs> I've ever talked oh, to you guys man. about that, about the like the the special drink or keeping the special thing in the fridge that no one else is allowed to have. I don't know. It always it seems so silly when I was a kid, but now as an adult, there are certain things in my fridge. <laughs> yeah, that are just yours that yeah. you've gone to the trouble of making, and nobody else better fucking drink it. Yeah, like it, like it, it, as a kid, I would always think like you have money, like you go to the store, just go buy another one. But then yeah. now it's like no, I went to the fridge looking for this special thing, and now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, it's a weird how your mental palate changes when you're an mm-hmm. adult because you pay for shit when, mm-hmm. when it's being bought by somebody else. You really have no clue. I'm aware that I am capable of going and buying another Red Bull, but this was the Red Bull that I had saved for myself. Right. And also, I bought it with the intention of drinking myself. Yes. So, like, yeah. Whether or not I'm saving it, like, I, this was my intention here. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting, I think between my wife and I being only children and raising a child and not being used to sharing with lessers. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> right now, like, sh- the baby has her food and then we have our food and everything's fine. No one's touching each other's stuff. But there's going <laughs> to come a day. There's going to come a day. It's that episode of Modern Family where Lily is just not sharing and they cut to all the scenes where Mitchell is like, no, this is daddy's pen. No, this mm-hmm. is daddy's juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No sharing for you. What? Okay. What is your policy on swearing as a child? Uh, on your child swearing specifically? It's that gets, that gets hinky. Because personally, eh, I don't. It's like don't say the f word all the time. But here and there, it's like it's kind of it's you know know that those are adult words, but know them also. Right. Sure. Because I remember just like never having heard them when I finally heard all of the swear words that there were. I think I was eleven, maybe twelve. Pretty oh. late. Pretty late. <laughs> I finally heard all the words. And then was it, did you have a friend that like sat down and showed you (laughs) basically? Yeah. Our friend Frank basically was the one to sit me down. Oh my God. I I knew it was Frank. Yep. But he pretty much sat me down. I was like, Hey, listen, these are the words and this is what they mean. (laughs) It's like for a long time I'd heard the word ass, but I thought an ass was a penis interesting and so then i thought that the term asshole was really funny because you were calling someone a urethra a dickhole that's that's actually a funny (laughs) word that's hilarious (laughs) like for a long time i thought that um but yeah so then once i learned especially because i learned late i felt like it was my duty to use those words far too often all the time of course fill up (laughs) notebooks with just the f word over and over again that's fantastic. I uh, I learned wrong. Apparently, I just found out within the last six months that "chode" is not a 
a word for taint. No, it is not. No, it is a short, fat penis. Which it, it's a pe- <laughs> it doesn't have to be short. It is just as just long as it is wide. If, yeah, fair enough. It was uh, the, one of the urban urban dictionaries, or one of the regular dictionaries, said that if, like if you were to talk about a tuna can, that would be a chode penis. Yeah, like that's sh- shorter yeah. than it is wide. Uh, yeah, I think that's how it is. At the longest, it's the same length as it is wide, but it can be yeah. shorter than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a taint for the longest time. <laughs> taint. What's another word for taint? There's gooch. There's... Was what we called it growing up until gooch. I heard taint. I've always, yeah, I've always said gooch, aka chin rest. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm, 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 hmm. No, I don't know. There's another synonym I heard the other day, and I thought it was a very huh. good one. There's perineum, but that's the correct term. Right. Right? Perineum? Yes. Yeah. Or phrenium. Perineum. Perineum. Is there an H? I don't know. Let's see. What's the frenulum? Let me, something different. Zach knows. Let me go Wait, on. what? No. The frenulum? Frenulum. Hmm. Is that even a thing? Frenum? Frenulectomy? Frenulum. A small fold or ridge of tissue that supports or checks the motion of the part to which it is attached. Ah. All right. So it's multi multi-purpose word. Yes. Frenulum in anatomy. Frenulum of the penis. Okay, I'm not clicking on not clicking on that. I did. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that little thing just below the head. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Ba- based your, on the description, I too. based on the description, I figured that's what it was, but yeah, I yeah. did not feel like looking at a hundred pictures of penises. So there's a nice I'm one. Glad CJ bit that bullet yeah. for us. There's a nice one right at the top of uh, of Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It is often removed in a circumcision. Hmm. Well, I, I have one. Hmm. A circumcision? I, I have both. I have both a circumcision and a frenulum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Below the corona. That's what the head of the penis is called. The corona. The corona. The crown. So anytime you drink... Woo! A corona, you're drinking penis. Beer. I was just gonna say it's gonna take a whole another meaning to when people <laughs> ask if you want a corona. Oh no, the corona is the bottom. It's the it's the ridge around the bottom of the head. The last part of the head is the corona. Woo! Anatomy lessons with CJ. Yep. Well, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Anatomy yeah. lessons with CJ. <laughs> All right, brighten it down. <laughs> And then maybe someday I'll put out an episode. <laughs> oh, has it been a while since since we put one out? July sixth. Oh, okay. That is a fair amount of time. Yeah, because we're heading we're heading pretty quickly towards September right now. Yeah, and that's God, busy time for everyone. Yeah, well, luckily we've got a good backlog of episodes, so if we don't record, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Anatomy of the penis and mechanics of intercourse. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible plot in the film. Well, it's a terribly designed website, I can tell you that. 
<laughs> it's a full website. Well, that's a, I thought that was the name of the episode. <laughs> oh no no! Is it a Christian website? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what CIRP is, but it's by CIRP. Christian Integral Religious Party. Is that true? No, I made that shit up. But what the fuck is CIRP? Let's look up. Circumcision Information and Resource Pages. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. So, like, because at the time we were born, you know, like 90% of people were circumcised unless it was a religious thing not to be. Yes. Um, but now science is saying, like, hey, that shit is wrong. <laughs> like, don't necessarily do that shit anymore. I think like, we've, you don't I th- need to. I think we've talked about this in the past, but it was Dr. Kellogg who, who started that, that trend. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I was about to say, no, we haven't, but as soon as you mentioned Dr. Kellogg, a hundred percent, we have yes. <laughs> good old Dr. Yeah. Kellogg. And yes, well, either way, I'm still on the fence. I'm not, I still may or may not, if I ever have a kid, I'm not doing it. Cause there's just, Cause there's no good reason to do it, right? Yeah, if I ever had just it looks the same. Like it's the same with vaccines, where I can, I can hear your anti-vaxxer things, the sane opinions, right? Because there are some sane opinions, right? And just I come away from it going, there's I'm just not here, and a good enough reason not to do this. So I'm going to have my personally, child vaccinated. Like personally, I think that it's ugly. <laughs> Enough, yeah, you know, and that's it's such a fucking stupid thing to say out loud because it's another man's penis. Like he should make that decision, you know. Yeah, there's a there's a interest there's a line on the office at one point where Robert California says something about like doodling penises and houses. And he says, "Funny when people doodle penises and houses that the penises are always circumcised and the houses are always colonials." <laughs> It's true. It is. I uh, Jenny had a friend in high school that actually had to go to uh, the emergency room and have surgery and have an emergency uh, circumcision because mm. it wasn't stretching enough and oh. he got an erection and it like ripped and torn, but then like it's bleeding and you're you know <laughs> there's a bunch of other blood down there and yeah. it wasn't going down and it just kept doing it and so like the, yeah finally got. Like oh yeah, yeah. So, so that is one reason, but that is the only person that I've ever heard of that had that happen. You know the way to get rid of an erection that you don't want. How you smack it with something like in the doctor's <laughs> office? In the doctor's office, they'll use a tongue depressor and just smack it, smack the head, and it just. No, it... see, that is actually the way that I accidentally first masturbated. Oh, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I, was try- I was trying. I was like, shut up. Like, fuck you. Like, go away. I didn't say those words. But no, right. absolutely. Like, boom. And then, whoop. <laughs> and so it, it happened actually before I had had, like, sex ed in school. Mm. Like, so I was like, well, what the fuck was that? Like, what? Like, did I, I mean, did I ejaculate? I don't know. Did I have an orgasm? I don't know. Maybe. It's probably both. What the fuck was that? I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know that. I know exactly the feeling because they did they never um, covered masturbation and sex ed right right there's no way to know if if any of us are doing it right right i can't remember if they talked about it at lincoln or not i don't remember it's been so long i know we had a sex ed class that was like a week and a half but as with most things from from uh post from pre uh 
pre-college, I don't remember hardly <laughs> anything of it. So, yeah, boy, boy. Speaking of remembering things, we've got the the <laughs> high school reunion coming up. And uh, when's your when's your reunion? It's next month sometime. Um, and Chris, my wife keeps getting these random Facebook messages from people we haven't talked to in like even since before we graduated high school. Like she got one from this guy. She's like, "Do you remember him? I think we went to school with him." I'm like, "Yeah, I remember him. I haven't talked to him since you know 2006." <laughs> <laughs> but like just a message to her saying, "Hey, so glad you and CJ got together because um, I always thought you'd make a great couple or something." It's like, but that's not. <laughs> that's weird. That's weird, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I hope that you said that. How strange. (laughs) (laughs) It said it was weird for sure. Well, she didn't even remember him. I remembered him better, which is odd for someone we went to school with. (sighs) But that was because I had French. And there was only one French class per grade. So if you were in French, I remember you because there weren't many of us. Mm. And so I had, (laughs) you know, several years of being in the same classroom as the exact same group of people. Did you guys have to pick French names? Yes. Our teacher was from France, so she picked them for us. She would just Ah, say our names in the French manner. I see. What was your name? Uh, I was Christophe. (laughs) That's not a bad name. That's pretty badass, actually. uh, In summer camp one year, I took this class that they called Sprench, which was part Spanish, part French. That's weird. Well, you know, it's a week, and it's so, like, it was a total of, like, three hours of class. So it was like, eh, here's how to count in both languages. Here's some colors. There you go. Okay, right. That's Goodbye. And they taught us how to (laughs) sing uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight in French. But um, in that class, we had to pick either a French name or a Spanish name. And I thought Christophe was too dumb because it was too, it was the same as my name, but without the last letter. So I went with uh, Cristobal. <laughs> okay. Because I, I thought that had more flash. Cristobal. But then Zach's... If I really knew a person named Cristobal, I would call him Balls for short. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach got smart and he started calling me Sejota. <laughs> what yeah. is that? That's CJ. <laughs> Which no one ever told uh... me that was an option. Yeah, just yeah. CJ. Just yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. Let's see. How would I say CJ in French again? French alphabet. It would be something. Come on, load, 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 load. This shouldn't take so long. You're just telling me how to say him. Uh, say, say G. Oh, that's right. Say G. Because in French you say J G, and you say G. J. It's backwards. It's backwards. So, <laughs> so then when the French teacher would just try and speak to me, and she'd say, "Oh, I hear your friends call you CG," and <laughs> so in addition to Christoph, I was also CG. Awesome. Yeah. CG <laughs> is that right? CG, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's close enough. It's close enough. Merci, Madame. 
I'm sure I've told you this. My grandpa used to go around thinking it was funny to say, Como esta frijoli? How you been? Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> so, I, so I said that to my freshman Spanish teacher, and she got, like, all puffy, and she goes, Yo no soy un bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, one, of, one of our favorite jokes around our house is um, a Spanish kid who is he's in class and the teacher says who can say um green pink and yellow all in the same sentence and this one kid raises his hand so <laughs> yes you he goes i was at home the other day and the phone was going green 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 so i pink up the phone and i say yellow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh that's great yeah that's a much nicer version than <laughs> yeah. than the one that i've heard <laughs> oh, what's the one you've heard? I can't even say it on the air. Oh no! Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you the next time we're in person. Not recording. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> what was the chick? I heard a good. I saw a chick. Good chicken one on Reddit. Uh. Oh um. Why did the chicken cross the basketball court? I don't know. Because the ref uh, kept calling foul. <laughs> oh boy that's the cleaned up version of the joke they had because theirs involved blowjobs and stuff but <laughs> I, I prefer my version did you ever go on anti-jokes no. or anti-jokes no I've it's never great. heard of that it's, uh, so, so I, I meant to ask my wife to pass the salt the other day but instead I said fuck you Jane you ruined my life <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh no! Uh, yeah. Let's see what let's see what the top one is right now. Um, an ant that didn't have any eyes walks into a bar and says, "Ouch!" Because it didn't have eyes, it hit the bar. Unsure if this counts. It's kind of an ant eye joke. Okay. Ah ha 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 ha! No, that that's the guy reaching for it. Yeah. An ant eye joke. Get it? Anti jokes. Uh, yeah. It's kind of an ant eye joke. Yeah. No, you shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Ban that dude. Come a mod and ban this dude now. I'll downvote him real quick. <laughs> what do you call it when a black man puts his hand in a fire? A third degree burn. Call a fucking ambulance. <laughs> yeah, that that's the perfect spirit of an anti-joke. Oh, good. Gold. Give gold. Do I have any gold? How do you get gold? I think I it's paid for it. You can oh. get it if you say if you have enough karma, or if somebody else can choose to give it to you. What's a good but amount of I, karma? I don't know if I have a lot of karma. I, I how much do you have? I try not to pay attention to that sort of thing, and I also yeah. particularly don't upvote or downvote anything. I have fourteen hundred. Oh, is it link karma or is it comment karma? Uh, <laughs> uh, my profile, <laughs> uh, karma. Uh, I think it's mostly comments. Oh, that's that's more impressive. In um, the office. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Whatever it was. We're currently watching that right now in the living room. Uh. Oh yeah. R. <laughs> Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, because I, I, I'm pretty good if people have questions that I can, I can pull it out and answer some questions. So I usually get a good amount of karma from that. Excellent. Nice, nice. And mash as well. Mash gives me some good karma. 
Oh, I have one. I have one piece of OP with nine upvotes. Wow. OP O O C. O C original content. Yes, one piece of original content with nine upvotes. Uh, it's I'm a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah I'm proud. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I need to go on Instagram. I need to actually start an eBay thing. I was looking through a bunch of my old shit, and I think I have some stuff that I want to sell, but I fucking have no idea how to even start an eBay thing. Well, you get a PayPal thing, right? Maybe. So what is it that you're trying to sell? Because I might have a piece uh, of advice for you. Some old video games. Okay, yeah, it's eBay. Okay. <laughs> if it was like cool clothes that you'd been handed down and stuff like that, it tends to be that you get better prices on Etsy. Oh, interesting. Oh, you can you can sell stuff like that on Etsy. For some reason, I thought Etsy was like a make things and sell it. Yeah, there. craft only. Yeah, it's largely handmade. But um, I sold uh, uh, a World War Two jacket on on Etsy. Oh, because it was vintage enough. Like vintage works instead uh, yeah, of handmade. That's fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I've got I've got some things I need to sell on on uh, eBay, but I gotta wait for the market. Because <laughs> I went <laughs> I went out and got a bunch of those Big Mac coins when they were doing that. Oh yeah, and I I have a lot of them, but I never made a set, so I just need to sell them on eBay, and I need to wait. F- the market's working itself out on how much they're worth. Um. Because they're worth anywhere from seven dollars to twenty-five, as of now. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That's interesting. And that's just because some idiots just buy them. Um, <laughs> People collect the weirdest shit. This one, I thought it would be a cool coin collection if I could really quick just pick up all, all five of them, six of them, however much there were, uh, five of them. Five of them. Um, but I couldn't. I only have uh, three. So, yeah. Could you find the other two at a rare price? Well, or no, like you just you got price. them for free when you bought a Big Mac during the week that Big Mac turned 50. Ah, okay. So but I'm uh, saying, can you find the other two that you're missing? Oh, I could, and then sell it as a set, because the sets yeah. are $70. Hey, that's not too bad. No, that's about 15 each. If I can get 15 each for them, then I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's me and my Big Mac coins that are in my sock drawer. I've thought <laughs> about often, but I don't have the time these days doing uh, storage bin auctions. Oh, okay. This is the town to do it because you might find some good stuff, and we're not a big enough town that there's going to be a lot of people that are driving the prices up. Right. <clears throat> How do you even right. find out about stuff like that? I think they advertise, maybe, but if you just talk to some of the places, they probably would tell you. Just call around. Yeah, when they're auctioning. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Because they probably do it once a month or once every three months or something like that. Yeah. That's My a, grandma saw a guy spend $300 and get uh, uh, six like electric guitars, two of which were Les Pauls. Whoa! Yeah, it was insane. Uh, and a, a keyboard, a full-size keyboard, an electric keyboard. Wow. 300 bucks. Yeah, I don't even know what brand it was or what you know, but like the full size, full 88 keys is just like what? Because like the 44 keys is a different, you know. But like yeah, 88 keys keyboard was 
for 300 bucks. Yeah. But you got to have that kind of dough to just throw around at first. You know, you got to yes. have a little yeah. bit of capital. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's see, auctions near me. Pick my state. I'm on storageauctions.com. Oh. <laughs> Search auctions in California. Oh, this is like online. You're just bidding online. No. Oh, and not actually going to, yeah. I want to go, I want to go yell yup with Dave. Did you guys ever watch Storage Wars? Uh, no. Oh, it's, it's a good show. It's one of those brain candy. Like, it's just, it's garbage. You're not getting a lot out of it. Even the history <laughs> lessons. They try and sneak all these history lessons in, and they just don't even do that great of a job with it. But it's just, it's just entertaining to watch how these guys all, like, try and one-up each other and stuff like that. <laughs> they're constantly driving the price up on each other just because they're pissed about this or that. That's hilarious. And there's this one guy named Dave who, when every time he bids, he goes, yup. <laughs> oh, I would hate that guy. Yeah. Like, Shut the fuck up, Dave. No one cares. Yes. That's <laughs> how everybody feels. There's no one who's excited to hear Dave yell, yup. <laughs> They're all down in LA, LA area. Yeah. I don't know how to find out. I guess just call them. Yeah, go to the nearest auction, nearest storage place and be like, "Hey, you guys, auction and win." Yeah, because I think that's about that's about what you're looking at. Let's see what they're like near me. Uh, that's a big map. I don't need that big of a map. There's one right next to my mom's house. I could go there. Do you guys' families ever have storage units? Zach, I don't see your family having a storage no. unit because your dad had so much stuff in the garage. Yeah, no. We did. Did you? We moved a lot, though. Did you guys move a lot when you were kids? No. Oh. Mm, not, a, not a whole lot, no. Once that I remember. Twice total. Yeah, just a couple times for me, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I could see that really being a boon if, you, uh, if you're moving. Then that's just less things that you need to move every time if you're staying in the same area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, so we downsized, right? Like we went from like when the parents split, they went from a house into each getting their separate apartments. Right. And who gets oh, to keep all of the other shit, right? Sure. Oh, or okay, the, yeah. you know, like that sort of thing. So, um, or couches or, you know, so yeah. Yeah, I just, I can never, we've looked into it now and then, like, maybe we should just do this, and um, I, just, I know myself, and I know that we will fill it to the brim yeah. immediately <laughs> if we ever got one. If you have it available, yeah. Yeah. Instead, you should just pare down the stuff that you have. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm working on a pile so that I can call a junk guy, but then I know the magic of the junk guy is to call someone and have them come later that day because then you pussyfoot about it less. You're like, well, the guy's coming, so yeah, time to find some garbage. Yep. <laughs> or it's all done, and now you just fucking come and get it, fella. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta do something, but instead I just have a couple piles of garbage that I will someday get rid of <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> We know people with trucks. You could just borrow a truck and take a load to the dump. 
Yeah. I could do that. For like 30 bucks instead of like 200 bucks. Is it really going to be that much to call a guy? I figure calling a guy would be like maybe 60 bucks. No, it's going to be probably a minimum of two or 300. Oh. Like I know if you're, if you call like Vince Haro from Manteca, it's, it's, it's a one-time full yard cleanup, but it's a minimum of 300 bucks. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay. Cause but, yeah, I don't but have, they'll them... take whatever the fuck you want. Like whatever's there, big shit, small shit, they will get it out of your yard for 300 bucks. <laughs> okay. So I'm not there yet. I've got one pickup truck bed full. Yeah, that's like fucking 20 bucks worth at the dumps, 30 bucks worth at the dumps. So like, if you know somebody with a truck, you just say, hey, I've got some beer. Can I borrow your truck for a day? Yeah, I should do that. I should do that with Craig because Craig doesn't actually drive his truck. Right. It just sits there <laughs> for when people need it. Yeah. I borrowed it once because I needed to move uh, an entertainment center. That wouldn't... Ah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to move an entertainment center, so I called him and I was like, hey, is your truck anywhere nearby I can use it? And he said, yes. As it turns out, it's three blocks away from you and here's how to get the keys. Perfect. <laughs> that's the the best kind of friend to have, right? Oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, and it was it was amazing because the keys were just hidden in a place, and he was like, "This is the place where the keys are hidden. Go get the oh keys, take the truck, do whatever you're gonna do, put some gas in it, please, and then put it." That's back. almost that's almost like shady. Like it sounds yeah. like 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 for Craig is the borderline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Craig is the wolf from fucking Reservoir Dog. No, from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, a little bit. Too confused. A little it's bit. The problem solver. We don't need to put the shine a black light into the bed of that truck. Yeah, exactly. Shit. <laughs> Probably different reasons for Craig, though. <laughs> <laughs> he threw himself a party. <laughs> so, have you seen Drowsy Chaperone yet? No, don't plan to. Ah. Didn't it end? See what? It's it's the show going on at Showbiz right now. Oh, oh, it may have today may have been the final day. Yeah, I, I did, nothing against Drowsy Chaperone specifically. I'm just it's part of um, my wider not helping them. Yep, yep. Well, and honestly, the show sucks. <laughs> like they <laughs> did what they would do. You know what I mean? Anyone listening who was in that show, like. You did a good job, but like the show itself just sucks. Like it was written campy. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no way to really like play it out and be like a really good actor. Like it's all like has to be on the surface and it has to be all like cartoony, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Josh did uh, sing and tap dance at the same time and he also roller skated blindfolded. So that was pretty impressive. But uh, everything else was just like, like, okay. Like, like, okay, we get it. We we understand. Let's let's keep going. Like, we get it. Gotcha. Yeah, so. I had heard some good things, some bad things. I, mean, I think we. I know we have one listener of the show where I was talking to him one night and I was saying something like, um, "What was that? Death Trap?" I said, "Death Trap sucked." And they're like, "I was in Death Trap." I'm like, I know, Death Trap sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, I thought I did a good job. I said, you did a great job. The script for Death Trap sucks. So it's any... just a bit, yeah. Like even if you're doing the most amazing shit, it's, like if it's a bad script, it's just it's bad. a bad script. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I've seen it three right. times in my life, and I think I'm done watching Death Trap now. I don't need to go watch it anymore. 
Right. Well, and so Drowsy Chaperone, like, the music of it is fast, right? It was really fast-paced and high energy. But, like, it was also, like, they have some slow ballads and they have some, you know, it was just, you know, it's a hard show to really be interested in now. Mm-hmm. With the times being what they are now, you know. Sure, I could see that. Oh, you're still on the board here. I'm on the Showbiz website. There you are, you and you and your lady. Oh, oh Showbiz has a has a website. Oh, me and Jenny. Yeah, yep. we're fucking still on the board. Showbiztheater.org. For, For now, I have to ask to be removed. Well, the other James is about there too. Because he's telling me, he's like, they, I've never actually attended a meeting because they haven't had one since I joined the board. Never. They had one one time in 2016 just so that they could say. But it wasn't even a full board. Yeah. It was, yeah. So that was nonsense. Well, he was complaining about Drazzy Chaperone because he apparently got the call from Elizabeth. Of, we need the board members to really step up and help with concessions. So he said, okay, I'm going to do this night. And they're like, great. And then, like, that afternoon they said actually there's something else going on and we don't need you to help tonight and he was like okay and then yeah. and then later they were like well why didn't you help and he was like because do you not remember you said not to yeah because <laughs> you told me because <laughs> i was ready to come and then a few hours beforehand you said don't come <laughs> yeah i don't uh yeah i well so we'll see how it works but i have applied to be on the board of sct Ooh, that's good <laughs> they don't like double dipping though so sure. I, uh, I'll see if they say that that's a no. I'm supposed to hear from somebody soon. I, they, I heard that they were going to invite me to the next board meeting, but, but I have not. Uh, so what do you, anybody. what's the benefit of like being on the board? Just, you have like more say with the direction they go with the shows or sort of. So like the artistic committee, like ultimately pick the shows. The board um, has the, final approval. Yes, like they're, oh, okay. yeah, we're the ones that, that, yeah. So we, we, if I, you know, if I get in, um, yeah. and ultimately what it'll be is, it's an ass kissing fest for the old, old ass members of the board who are still currently there and live and kicking for some reason. Yes. Um, oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's, and most of it's going to be me like biting my tongue and sitting there pretty and just being like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Who doesn't but, love a good uh, ass kissing? Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I feel so. like I feel like I should, I feel like I should do that at some point. I'm not there yet, but in the next couple of years, I should probably apply to be on the board there. Right, because I want, you know, I like it. I want to stick around. I want to help out in ways that I can. I would like to ultimately maybe direct a show, but I also don't want to necessarily, you know, I don't know. I don't want to keep doing shit. <laughs> well, you know the the number one rule of being on the board of directors for a nonprofit, right? What? You have to either write a check or get a check. Correct. Right. So, yeah, you you have to yeah. As long as you're prepared for that, then everything should be fine. Right. Well, and part of it you're supposed to buy a season pass, you know, an annual mm-hmm. pass when you become a board member. Um and you are also supposed to well because I'm I'm also on the marketing committee now, so I'm fundraising for that too, or I'm supposed to fundraise for that. Huh. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Fucking. Oh, it's not too bad. It's only about a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, for for season pass, yeah, and you can get a uh fucking a floater or whatever they call it. You could do the preview package for eighty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and it's great because then I have an excuse not to come and see the shows, <laughs> or, or not to not to work in the shows if I've already got tickets for them. Oh, sorry, yeah. I got tickets. I was going to come watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. Huh. And that, like, I'm I, so okay. I James hit me up to audition for his show at Showbiz. The uh, I'm drunk now, so I'm, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Peter and the Starcatcher. Have you heard of this show? Yeah, Zach, I'm sure you haven't. It's about Peter. Yeah, Bell. no. You can pretty much if it's a. You can pretty much assume I haven't heard of any of the shows that you haven't previously mentioned. <laughs> That's fair. It's pretty. So safe. this show, from what I can tell, is and I know I have not read the show, but I read the synopsis. It is a prequel to Peter Pan, and it explains how Peter Pan became Peter Pan. Does it go with the so, J. M. Barry story? Kind of. It does a little bit. So what the the synopsis is: there's an orphan boy. There's a bunch of orphans, and they get uh, sold into slavery for a pirate ship. Uh, and that. one boy doesn't have a name, and the the head pirate Blackbeard Stash or, or Black Stash gives him a name. He calls him Pirate Peter. Uh, among the orphans is a girl. And the girl is actually a star catcher, and she has a box that she can't let anybody open. And they find out later that there's star stuff in this box, which I'm guessing becomes pixie dust and allows them to actually fly away to, to Neverland. Um, so it, it, it goes with that canon, but it's not – I don't know if it was like – if he wrote it, if that makes sense. It's a prequel to Peter and Wendy. <laughs> so I'm – Right. When but Peter I'm used and Wendy to, is just the story of Peter Pan. Well, the one I'm used to is Peter Pan, and Peter Pan is Peter Pan is a, is literally a baby, and he lives naked on an island in the middle of a pond in Kensington Gardens, which is a park in London. And he never grows up because he left his mom as a baby, because babies come, babies flap their arms and they can fly. And then they just fly in through the windows of people who want babies and then land in the cribs and then they have them. But That's trippy. This is in the story of Peter Pan? This, this is in the book? This is the first Peter Pan story, yeah. And so Peter Pan oh, flew in through the window and came in the crib and met his mom. And he was like, she's nice and everything, but I don't, I don't want to be here. This is a little confining. So then he flew out the window again, flew to Kensington Gardens and lived on the pond. Huh. Where, where he befriended the fairies who come out at night and like had all kinds of fairy parties and he would like play with some kids during the day. So then apparently that wasn't crazy popular maybe or something because the next book was Peter and Wendy, which is more like what everyone knows as like the Disney Peter Pan. Right. And he and it starts with Peter like floating around the, the Wendy's window listening to the stories and right. Yeah. And so I think part of that is that I think at the end of the Peter Pan book he flies back to his mother so he starts aging a little bit but he may have like aged until eight and then been like cool i'm out again and then left right and then maybe got caught by black stash or whoever sure sure so yeah it's a it's a prequel to peter pan and wendy then all right a picture that i hope is not a penis it's it's not. You guys don't have to don't have to watch it right now. But okay. all this talk of Peter Pan reminded me of this that I saw quite a while ago. Okay. Oh, it's downloading something. It's it's like a minute forty. It's so dumb, but it it just whenever I hear Peter Pan, 
Okay. I I always get reminded of this. Okay, I will I will watch it at some point. So James, you were telling us Peter and the Starcatcher. Oh uh, yeah, so so basically that's it. It's kind of a musical. There are like three or four songs in it, but it's not like like a musical where the whole cast like you know has to sing and dance and do a bunch of stuff. Oh no, it, it's not. Yeah. Um. So, I, yeah, but I don't really want to audition for this show. Hmm. Um. <laughs> It sounds fun, but it also sounds like a bunch of work. I'm kind of interested <laughs> in Mike's show, the Alice's Underground Adventures. Oh, yeah. We talked about this a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still kind of interested in that a little bit, I think. Not sure. Uh, maybe. I can tell you, and something that would probably help convince you to do it, you would have a lot of creative input. Oh, I know I would. I know. And that and that is the, the main draw. Like, realistically, yeah. just like being able to like like sit at the creative table with Mike is, is holding a draw for pretty much anything. Like the subject matter would, could almost change to anything, but I happen to also really like Alice in Wonderland. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And with it not being a musical, that's also helpful because I, I learned that I would never do another musical with him and this is not, so right. you'd be, you'd be good. Right. There. Right. Yeah. So, well, and it, again, that like working at showbiz, like we were talking about this the other day also means like physically working, like building the set, you know, and, mm. and like being there, like until odd hours, like it, it means it's, it's a harder, it's a harder show to do. Yeah. And, and it's going to be a huge line load because this show is a choose your own adventure for the audience. So there's like four possible outcomes. Right, right, right. And it, yeah, it all depends on what the audience is doing. Or so. Yeah, it is going to yeah. be, it's going to be tough for sure. It, right. But it's going to be, if if he can, so the thing that I'm concerned about is if he if he can't like pull it off and make it look technically as sound as they did in London, then it's going to look like a hokey haunted house, right? But if if he can, if it looks good, then it's going to be an amazing experience for the audience, and it would be really cool to be a part of that. Yeah, it's going to come down to who he picks as set designer, I would say, because right he doesn't have the wherewithal to actually do any of do that it himself right he needs someone right. to take his cool ideas and and implement them right and give him a body yeah boy there's a lot of scenes in this peter and the star catcher like a lot yeah are you reading the script the no show? i'm just i'm looking at the wikipedia page ah this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed <laughs> So it's the, giving you a rundown of the entire show. Yeah. It's, yeah, so maybe it's not as much as, as it's seeming. It looks like a lot. It looks like a lot of different locations. So that's tough. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Zach, what's the next thing you're going to uh, audition for? Oh, you know, I was waiting for you to ask. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you could pay me enough money to audition for a play. Dude, like, really, though? We we should get you. We should start getting you to audition. Yeah. No, there's no way. What no. about improv? We'll start doing improv oh, with you. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest Zach's come, he's already, and, and it's the closest he'll ever come, is that when our friend Matt and I used to put on a stand-up show once a year in Stockton, Zach would be our um, Zach and our friend Brian would be our test audience. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's it. That's about it. We would do. We would go through our sets, and we would do our entire sets, and they would give us feedback on how the set went. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, that's pretty good. Right. So you already know what it's like and what it takes to be funny. That's perfect. Yeah. I know. It seems like it's a lot harder than uh, than it's worth. <laughs> it's really hard. I've only killed I killed <laughs> one time. I've done it three or four. I killed once, and the last time I did it, I bombed so hard. That it yep. just it was hard. <laughs> to... Often the things that I think are funny are not that funny, but I'm I'm good with like in reactionary stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why you're better for improv. Yeah, I right for stand up. I always I the only way I feel comfortable doing it is to like invent a character that I'm going to be for that time being on stage and do lots of lots of bits that are bits within bits within bits Yep, that are maybe funny and maybe not funny. <laughs> the one time that I killed, I had, I bought three whole packs of index cards. Okay. And I, and I, well, first I, I started by playing a song called it CJ Martin time on the keyboard. <laughs> How does it go? How's the course? It's CJ Martin time. It's CJ Martin time. That's it. That's the course. Was I there for that one? I don't remember. I think you were. Okay. And then part of it also was the index card. So I had this like six inch tall stack of index cards in my hand and I had quote unquote one joke each on each index card. But the reality was that the top had some bullet points of jokes and then I would pull from the bottom and I would throw it into the audience when I was done. (laughs) <laughs> I'd say uh, I'm not gay but my asshole is and then I'd throw an index card into the audience and then I'd <laughs> say another stupid one liner and throw an index card into the audience no, sorry oh yeah okay I remember yeah you had the <laughs> as, you, as you even called them at the time you had a bunch of stupid but funny one liners yeah, yeah. Like, in between like your, your sets yeah. yeah I'm not gay but my asshole is is uh, the funniest joke I've ever written <laughs> yeah, I remember. I, I I vaguely remember now. Yeah, I think part of that was also I had five guys the other day, and uh, my asshole is sore because it's <laughs> it's important to have lots of uh, homophobic material. <sighs> James, you probably did uh, stand up at some point. Uh sort of, not really. I like okay. I view, we did a living room session uh, once that I jumped in on, and I view that as kind of stand-up. Uh, but it was just improv. Okay. Uh, so what it was, it was uh, five of us sitting around on, like, a couch, literally. Like, they moved up a couch and, and a recliner uh, and a barca lounger onto this the stage. Uh, and we're all just hanging out talking about, like, normal shit. And then couple of us would jump up and do an improv and do a scene about the shit that we were just talking about um so it wasn't really like a like i had bits that i had chosen i've done performances but usually they're beatbox centered because that's easier because mm-hmm. because everyone is like whoa you're beatboxing <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing yeah you know, and then I bust out my big party trick of, of beatboxing and singing at the same time, you know, and they're like, oh, how does he do it? How does he do it? You know, and it's. 
Uh, and I'm like, ventriloquism, yay! Fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> we had this guy one time when we did the show, because we would get local people. We had this guy who spent... He was bombing, and so his reaction to bombing was... Um, he picked out an old man in the front row, and he just berated him all night long. Yep. For his yep. entire his entire set of probably fifteen minutes, he just berated this guy. Because what else do you do? Yeah, you're an insult comic now, and so you insult the easiest target. And it wasn't funny. Like, it still it still wasn't getting laughs, but for whatever reason, he was getting out his anger at not being good at stand up. <laughs> I have some good lines if I ever do do stand up and do get heckled. I just keep running over uh, George Carlin's. Would somebody please put a cock in this guy's mouth? Because that's what you want, right? You're a cocksucker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've, so like I'm not afraid, you know. But I, I've never really. That's the thing. Like I've never really had anything that I want to say. Do you know what I mean? Like I've yeah. never been like a, like a, that's why I'm not a writer or a musician or like a songwriter or anything like that. There's no thing that I need to say to another person. Right, yeah. but when shit happens, I say things sometimes, and they're they're funny. That's why improv was my thing. Sure, no, that that totally adds up. I, for me, the stand up was I did it because Matt kept doing it, and then when Matt okay. stopped doing it, then I stopped caring. Like at first, like the next year, we were like, yeah, <laughs> "Screw Matt if he doesn't want to do it, we'll just do our own show." But then I just didn't. <laughs> there was no impetus there. I was just sort right, of, yeah. I was just sort of hanging out with some friends. Yeah, well, if I remember right, it, like it was a lot of work that you guys used to have to do to get that like set up. Yeah, not just oh, yeah. to get it set Tons up, but then to prepare for it. Yeah, and I'd have to go sweet talk all these bar owners and stuff. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. Or you can like sign up at an actual venue and like, but then you're like doing it for real, and then they're you know you kind of only get one or two of those. Oh yeah, they're like nah. Because <laughs> then, then there are actual stakes. If you're in right. front of just yeah. your friends and family <laughs> and a couple people who happen to also be in the bar because the bar scheduled you for a time when they're not busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. I'm so working. while we're talking about moving yeah. stuff out and, like, like getting rid of shit, my grandma gave me a big trunk mm. of pictures that are mine, right? Half of them so far are belong to my brother and my mom, which is great. But, <laughs> but so I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm go, well, no, I'm going to give those back to them and let them decide. But no, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So I'm looking through a lot of them and like a lot of them were pictures that I took when I was doing something. And so it's cool, but it's like, I don't really need these anymore. Right. So like, I'm thanking some of them for their memories and I'm like, like instantly remembering what happened during those things. But then I'm just getting rid of these pictures. Sure. Um, and it's a weird, like I, it, it, like my first reaction is guilt in most things. So like, I'm feeling a weird guilt for like throwing away these pictures. But like, I, I don't literally, I don't need to, to sit here and think about these things like these things that have you know happened or these these events that I went to when I was, you know, 10 or 12 or fucking 15 with my my classes, you know, my school classes. Like I don't need like, but I feel guilty about that. What do have, you guys do? Have with, you with guilt? Well, with guilt, I, there's a lot. Mostly I just kind of keep it in a pit in the bottom of my stomach. But 
Yeah, isn't that what isn't that what most of us will yeah. just say? That's why we drink it down that's as, why as you deep drink. as possible. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the old John Mulaney bit where he's like, "No, I'm Irish." So what happens with your bad feelings is you put it real deep down, right in the pit of your stomach, and then one day you die. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> but have you have you considered this is this would require a good amount of work but have you considered like scanning scanning digitizing making a Flickr page or something heavily tagging them so that it's something that if you ever thought of it you can no you lost me heavily (laughs) (laughs) tagged no you've never you you have but you have not I thought about digitizing them for me because I like a Rolodex of pictures in my mind right but I have not thought about contacting all of these people and been like, "Hey, no, 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 no." That's not even what I mean about tagging. Not, 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 not like that. Tagging like, like hashtag, hashtag like, field trip. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Fair enough. Fish aquarium, eighth grade. Blah blah blah. And then so you have this Flickr account where you can just type in stream of consciousness. Like I remember a picture that was something like this, and then potentially find it. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So I and then I could remember them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I mean by heavily tagging. Just throw in all kinds of hashtags that are any possible description of what this picture is. I didn't even realize Flickr still existed until you just mentioned it. Oh, Flickr's still pretty good. They're just not uh there's no growth. <laughs> <laughs> I like Flickr because it doesn't have to be public. It's like the one website like that where like Instagram, if you make everything on Instagram just for you, then you're using Instagram wrong. I just heard a boop boop. Oh. It's probably Did me you? messing with my microphone in my hand. Ah. Spinning it around. Um Did you hear what I said? I did. Oh, okay. Uh yeah. and I mean I yeah, I, I get that. I I'm more inclined to do an attempt at a mind mansion though. Yeah, and just kind of sit and focus and, and, and place them in their respective files. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Respective rooms, as it were. Yeah. I've thrown away almost every picture that I ever took throughout my life because they were bad. I was real bad at taking pictures. It turns out I was, too. Yeah. <laughs> Without the the immediate back before you had to wait you know, a couple of weeks after you took a picture to see what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of like without the immediate um, feedback. Like now with your phone, you take a picture, you go, "That was a terrible picture." Let me take a better one. Delete. Yeah, had a better lighting and a better angle. Yeah, yeah. So you just you just took bad pictures, and then you never learned what you did that was wrong. Because well, not to mention, I mean, unless you like spent money on a good camera, I mean, even a mediocre cell phone now is going to be better than like a cheap camera back then. I mean, oh, for sure. For sure. So it's just easier, too, I think, to take good pictures, especially if you have a good cell phone. Man, it's infinitely easier. Oh, yeah. I've got a $1,000 cell phone, so I just kind of point it at things, and then I go, Ugh, and then it, an amazing <laughs> picture comes yeah. up. <laughs> Art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very spoiled with this camera. I keep thinking about what is holding me to the latest and greatest iPhone, and for right now, it's the camera, but... I think I can live with this specific camera for a long, long time. Yeah. We'll see how I feel in two years, but for right now, I'm like, meh, I think I might be done growing. And just, You have the 10? I have the 10. Mm. It's amazing. 
the thing that is drawing me to the 10 is the uh, wireless charging aspect of it. Well, you can do, get that with the 8 as well. Right, but not with the motherfucking 7. <laughs> nope. nope, not with the 7. Um, but the wireless charging may or may not have fried my wife's battery on her 8. Really? Um, uh, yeah, they just they gave her a new phone. But, uh, yeah, they said that the potential culprit could be the wireless charging. And so I say... They rolled it out a little too quick on the 8 because I have not had any battery issues and I wirelessly charge my phone every night. My phone, like the battery dies all of the time. I had 90 when we started talking and it's at 68 now. And I've got the, the battery protective mode on. Yeah, see, she, her, hers got real bad where she'd be at 90 and then all of a sudden it would restart and then after it restarted it would be at 20. Oh my yep. god. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was bad news. She couldn't get a single task done because her phone was just restarting in her hands every time she tried to do anything. Man, oh man! See, I'm still so upset about my my Nexus crashing like it did <laughs> because it was like over two years old, and I could still easily go a whole day. And if it was a hundred percent at the beginning, it would even if I used it a lot, it would be at like twenty percent at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I'm the same. You know, and on on light days, I can use my phone for two straight days. See, yeah, I used bastard. to be able to. I used to be able to do that with my Nexus, but after two years, it was to the point where even after a light day, it was still a little bit below fifty. But so then, then we have people like like Zach, our friend Jesse, who had to leave the bar the other night because his phone died, and he was also gonna pass out. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you when you when you said because his phone's gonna die, if you didn't say anything else, I was gonna be like, but can't. That's not the only reason. No, it is not. He was also about to pass out, but yeah, um, he had like a drink, yeah. like a sip of that beer. <laughs> Anytime he has anything that's crazier than Bud Light, he just is. That well, dead. and one sip or like of of like one glass is worse than having like three or four. Yeah, it literally just knocks me the fuck out. Like I'll have a single glass of wine and pass out on the couch, but if I have three glasses of wine, like I'm drunk and I'm hanging out partying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, he'd been drinking all night, but it's just that he went to a stronger beer and it just it killed him. Yeah, I know. I I feel like he was already pretty fucked up when I got over to his house. Yeah, well, they were smoking a lot of weed too. He was crossfading Boy, pretty yeah. hard. Oh, that's hard to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. But he um he has the eight plus and his eight plus, which is supposed to be the battery that'll last you three or four days, uh, is it dies very quickly because he does everything wrong. Oh. <laughs> has like a hundred apps open at the same time and everything's full brightness. Well, full brightness. The apps is a that's it's the opposite. the The actual way to maintain your battery life is never force quit your apps. Oh, really? Yes. If you force quit your apps, then you're causing more processing and more battery power to relaunch that app from scratch every time you oh, open it. Oh, I see. And versus it just kind of going to sleep. Exactly. It goes to sleep. And unless it's one that really actively runs in the background, then that's bad for your battery, obviously. But um, Yeah. But his is constantly... Yeah. His is constantly open. He's always but how do you how do you know, though? Because all apps are set to, like, remind you, right? Well... Like, well, what you can do is you go into settings, and then you go to battery, 
and then it will tell you what percentage of your battery each app is using. Yeah, I see. And if you see I an app it. and you're like, I don't open that app very often. Why is that at 22% of my battery? Like right now, Reddit is telling me that it's mostly audio taking up my battery. Reddit does not play me audio. <laughs> but my Sudoku game has a lot of background activity going on, so I think I need to delete that and get a different Sudoku game. Ooh, yeah, why, why, would, why would Sudoku be having a lot of... <laughs> I don't need any background activity on my Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I because I keep an eye on this, I look at my battery percentage used by used by different apps, and there are no surprises. That's fair. Reddit's pretty high, but I'm gonna be deleting that soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You say that. <laughs> I know. I say that. This is me. This is my life. I go through these things where I, I delete it, and then I download it, and then <laughs> deleting Facebook is the happiest I've ever been. But I feel like I need some sort of Instagram or something to, to connect with the people for theater. Honestly, that, that, I mean, I don't have the thing with the theater, but Instagram's pretty much taken up my, my not my, what I used to go on Facebook for, but fair enough. Like for me, like Instagram's not as bad as Facebook. I just follow a lot of like nature and outdoor type pages and it's better. Like, I feel like it's better for me than just randomly looking at, all the crap that I was seeing on Facebook. So what I did yeah. right now, I'm I'm in the middle of Reddit, and I just go check Reddit all the time, and I need to stop that. But um, what I did initially when I got rid of all the social networking things that I had is I um, bought a subscription to the New York Times, so that when I wanted to go scroll through something, I just went to the New York Times app and scrolled through and saw what was new. What's new in the world? But um. That's not really talking to people. Right. <laughs> it's like I and feel, it's seeing kind of a biased view about what's new. It's pretty biased. I need to switch to something. Yeah, I'm thinking about just going back whole hog into the Stockton record, maybe. I don't know, because the New York Times needs to stop writing articles about how important the press is. <laughs> I don't need to hear from the press about how important the press is because that is not telling me any information. Because I'm already listening to your shit, man. Like, tell me what you're actually here to tell me. It's like if McDonald's had a news website and every other article was about how important it was to go to McDonald's. Like, well, <laughs> I think you might have a dog in this fight. I think maybe your opinion does not mean as much as you are pretending it does. <laughs> Yes, I can't. I do. Do you know of a good news source that's pretty middle of the road? Honestly, no. at this point, I a lot of times I just use the Google Now stuff, and it kind of just aggregates different different sites. Ah, uh, yeah. I might, have but to do it that. it's not like necessarily like good because it 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 kind of puts me in in my same like pretty liberal echo chamber because it just it just looks at the websites I go to and then it shares articles from those same websites but it's yeah, <laughs> exactly I don't want to be rewarded for doing something that I've already done I want to see the opposite of that yeah like yeah. for me Google now I, I press a button in the middle of my phone and it brings up you know a bunch of these different you know different articles yeah 
And you know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, baseball and and Marvel shit in there, but then you know, come to all my all my pol- political type stuff, and it's all just kind of reinforcing my own little echo chamber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't I don't want that. I don't want all of the other end of it. I don't want to just read Breitbart all day because that's just that's not good. Yeah, then you then you want to gouge your eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. What Reddit's do you use for news? I don't. So I talked to Zach about this. I am a completionist. So okay. I, I don't follow very many of anything and none of them for news. So I just go to popular. Okay. Gotcha. But, but every now and then, like if I, if I find myself scrolling through like the Mueller or something like that, then I'll go, I need to balance this. And so then I'll go to the Donald for a little bit. <sighs> what about like our, our like world news or like uncensored news? I, uncensored news. I've never seen. I don't use Reddit for news too much because the people in the comments make me angry too much. Correct. Agreed. Well, you don't read the comics. That's the comments? No, I know. You're not yeah. supposed to, but I do, and then I get angry, and then I end up arguing with, with someone, and then I end up deleting my account and starting over. Apparently, uncensored news is racist. Is it? For uh, what reason? The first result was have you it was uncensored news sucks and then the description is have you been banned from uncensored news for not being racist enough or do you just have enough common sense and prefer to stay away from places modded by the same people who control our european whatever your situation may be we gotcha ah weird i pretty much stick to video game subreddits and baseball subreddits on reddit and that's about it for me. <laughs> for me, it's media properties. So I've got MASH and, and uh, a couple of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess every once in a while I go on like Always Sunny and stuff like that. But That one's pretty solid, Always Sunny. Yeah. Yeah. From what I I've seen. I try to stay away from the political ones because they just all make me angry for the most part. Yeah, I could go back to Apple News. I got real sad one day on Apple News because I read two stories in a row about terrible, terrible child endangerment slash, like, murder of babies. And I was like, I don't need this. This is not... (laughs) So I got rid of it that day. I was like, I'm never reading the news again. Yeah, no, I pretty much knew when you got rid of Apple News because when you got rid of Apple News, you stopped sending me the links to what was new on Netflix each month. That is true. That is I just start doing that. I just start finding it out on my own, you know. It was very yeah. tragic. I read one that it will stick with me for the rest of my life about a family who just like the parents just decided to do meth for like a while in their bedroom. Just a little bit, just a tiny, tiny amount of time. Yeah, there's no such thing as too much meth. Yeah, know? well, so like a week and a half, and they left their baby in a jumper. You know the little jumper things. And yeah. So obviously the baby died because it had been a week and a half. Oh, then just doing that. And the, just the description of the state of the corpse of the child was just so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't imagine. That I... Yeah. I'm not going to give you guys the details that pop into my brain three times a day. Yeah, please don't. But I can tell <laughs> That's you... That's why I didn't become a CPS worker, though. Yeah. That type of shit. Yeah. I can tell you that it uh, made me a better father immediately and uh, no more meth for CJ no more meth for me and that's also the day that I swore off Apple News 
Yeah. Which also consequently made you a better father. That's true. Because <laughs> I was just surfing Reddit instead of uh, reading the news. Ugh. What is one skill you believe every adult should have? Mm. Aside from like the basic, like, you know, fucking financing, going to work, work, work <laughs> ethic. <laughs> I want Zach to take this first. So it could go either way. Um, I guess I'll give two answers since I'm kind of torn. Um, everyone, every adult should know how to cook. Uh, or also almost, I think, equally important, everyone, and I've harped on this before, everyone should be able to budget their accounts. Agreed. I Agreed. think they're pretty much both like essential like adult skills that I feel like are kind of overlooked in our schooling system and it pretty much relies entirely on on your parents teaching it to you and if they don't then you just never learn either of those skills. The last I time I had a budgeting any sort of course in a school was Zach when you and I were in the fourth grade. Yeah. They teach you how to write a checkbook. We had a real brief unit on like how to write a check and that kind of thing, and like how to balance your checkbook. And that was the closest I've ever come to a school actually teaching me how to budget. Yep, sixth grade for me is when they did that. God, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> it was super brief. It was like over the course of a week. In terms of the budgeting, I I basically about I think it was about six months after I got. Out of out of school. Oh, no, not six months after I got out of school, but six months after I started working uh, pretty much full time, and I was trying to pay off extra on my student loans. I'm like, based on the amount of money I'm earning, I'm not putting nearly as much towards certain things like my student loans as I should be able to. So that's when I kind of like, okay, I need to really sit down and look at where I'm spending money and really try and make sure I'm putting it in the right places. Do you use an app at all, or are you just pen and paper? No, oh, God, I don't know if I could do it. With, like, um, I, I think I've read the best way to do it is if you're good with Excel, is to just do it in Excel. But, mm. uh, spoiler alert, I hate Excel, and I suck <laughs> at it. So, um, I use software, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's still available, because, like, the year after I bought it, they switched to an online subscription model. But I use software called You Need a Budget. And <laughs> at the time, it was just a like a fifty dollar um, ex- one tried, time thing. I tried to use that, and it fucking confused the shit out of me. I really? Do, yeah. Well, maybe. So, like, I started at the end of a pay cycle where I had no money, and I had all these bills, and they were like, "You would, you know, you're in the red here." I couldn't. But it was the. It wasn't the classic layout. It was the new one. That I tried, hmm. that I paid. I paid like seven bucks for a trial, uh, and I couldn't get it to work. Okay, with mine at least, when I started, and mine's like in like offline, it's um, backed up to a Dropbox. Okay, and it was basically just like for the first like one to three months, basically don't really worry about going over budget. Just try and get a feel for how you're currently spending money. Okay. And then once you get into a good feeling of where everything's going, then start trying to adjust it and balance it. Huh. But what? it was basically like don't try and like change everything right away to match a budget. Just 
basically for the first couple months just track how just you're spending understand money. what you're doing yeah. and then you can sort of see what you can give up that makes sense my wife uses an app called digit and digit you connect it to your bank account and so it sort of says like you spend this much on these things and this much on these things and blah 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 and it just gives you a feel for it and then it will also save for you where you oh, interesting. S- you say, like, I would really like to save $2,000 by next August. And so it will keep an eye on, like, how you normally spend your money. And so here and there it will take out a little bit of money that it thinks you can afford and put it into a special little savings for you. Additionally, every morning she gets a text that says, good morning. Yesterday, your checking account balance was this, and today it is this. Oh, I need that. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. no, I think a lot of them. Like, the, the one I use, they, they actually moved to a model like that, um, where it's, like, all online, and they, um, they like, you attach all your, like, your bank account, credit cards, whatever. You attach it all to the software, and it automatically puts in the information. But they move it moved to like a, a yearly subscription fee. So mm-hmm. I said, "Screw you guys! I'm just going to keep using." <laughs> I, I paid fifty bucks for the software. I don't care if I have to spend, you know, three four hours a week in training it all in manually. It's <laughs> fine by me. So she with Digit, she I know that she pays anywhere. It's something like one to three dollars a month for it. Oh, that's not, not too bad. bad. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Is it a percentage of how much they actually do for her? No, it's it's a, whatever it is. It's a straight up fee. I just don't know what the fee is. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I I don't know. I we basically live paycheck to paycheck, fly by the seat of our pants because we know, you know, because we make decent enough money that like we're never too far away from just being able to pay for whatever the hell we want. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of there too. Yeah. Where there's there's a fair amount of of uh, spending that goes out that we don't need to do. Correct. We could Correct. stop it at any time and actually live within our means, and then everything would be fine. But we also have a pretty okay savings account because it's something. It's like they say only something like only one in four Americans can if they were presented with a sudden $500 bill yeah would be okay yeah like I, we'd be fine we'd, we'd work it out like yeah no it was uh, since as soon as you started saying that I, I knew what you're talking about so I looked it up and Nearly, uh, according to this article, nearly six in ten Americans don't have enough savings to cover a five hundred or thousand dollar expense. Yeah, yeah. If it suddenly came up, yeah, and that's like, you know, it's scary. Like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fun if that happened. <laughs> but, but I know we'd be okay. We wouldn't, you know, yeah, lose our cars and house or anything. Because a lot of people, that's the only thing between them and and homelessness. Yeah, right. you know, get like a that's crazy to think about. Like, you get a thousand dollar expense, and all of a sudden you're on the streets, basically. Yeah, just because it's a snowball thing. So all of a sudden you have this five hundred dollar expense. You go, okay, I'll I'll, uh, I'll sell my car. So you sell your car, but then you're late to work, so you lose your job, and then you can't get another job, and all of a sudden, bing, bang, boom, you're living under a bridge. Right. 
and the it's it's exponentially worse. The first day of homelessness versus the sixth day. Like try getting a job on the sixth day of homelessness. Exactly. Yeah. You know? What was that thing? I saw a thing on Reddit where some real country ass boy was talking about like he was using lighters as the metaphor for that. Oh yeah. And he's like, like big lighters. It was two big lighters. He was like, here's two big lighters. The only difference between these two big lighters is that I left this one outside last night and I brought this one inside. And so, yeah, you look at him and you go, this one that was inside, and he goes, works just like, you know, just boom, there you go. There's some, there's some fire. Boom, boom, boom. Just works every time you want it to work. This other one, I keep hitting it and it's not working, but all it needs, and he was holding down, you know, the little lever on the outside one. All it needs is a little help from someone who's a little better off than him and brought the other one over with fire, touched it. And obviously the other one lit because the fuel was still there. The flint was just all water soaked. So he goes, all oh, needs is a little help from a fan, and boom, now they're both working just fine. That's deep. Right? Jeez. <laughs> because additionally, with the lighters especially, once it gets lit, it is now burning off all of the excess water in the flint, and it And then it can do work. it itself next time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, homelessness. That's my big. That's my soapbox all the time. Yeah, it's homelessness. It's crazy how rampant it is, especially where we live. Yeah. It, no, I feel like it just gets worse and worse each each day. Almost. It is. There's literally yeah. no way out. So, what the county offers as far as homeless assistance is, if you are actually without a home and you have a child. Right. And so if you would otherwise qualify for cash aid, if you have a child and your income is below the limit, they'll put you in a hotel for 16 days Yeah, for for sixty five dollars a night for the first four people and then fifteen dollars a night after four people. So if you have five people living with you, you get eighty dollars a night towards the hotel. Wow. For, that's for 16 good. days. OK. Well, yes, but. Five people means three beds at least, and that's two of your kids sharing a bed twice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're right. 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 So, like, yes, that's a lot of money, but not really. Yeah, but it hasn't moved up with the the cost of actual living in a hotel and renting a hotel, right? You're talking like a really, like, shitty hotel. Yeah, Yeah, right. So and all of you, like, sharing a couple beds. Right, and that does not account for, we don't pay deposits for a hotel. Even if, you know, you have to put out an extra hundred bucks and you'll get it back when you check out. Like, we don't pay that at all. Yeah. Um, and then there, there's a permanent homeless assistance, but you can get the, the county will pay two months worth of rent if the total month's rent is less than 80 percent of your gross monthly income. Right. So the fact that that I know that, I, you know, I have to deal with that every day. But like you can only qualify for this program if you're below a certain amount of income. If you're just if you have a job, basically you don't qualify for this program. You know what I mean? Wow. So if, yeah, like, if you have, yeah. if you're receiving cash aid is the only way you can get this. So otherwise if you have a job and you're homeless, sorry, unless you have like six kids, you might. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's it, fucked up. Yeah. So, and that's just like the normal, like the not so sad homelessness. That's just like people working and, and dude lost his job and couldn't keep paying, you know, the mortgage and the health bills and the kit, you know, the food like, most of the homeless people are like mentally challenged or or mentally ill really 
uh, and are also addicted to drugs, hard drugs. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so then you look at the places like the needle depositories and like the the places that they have in Canada where they're like, at least please, if you're going to do heroin, at least please don't give yourself hepatitis. Come in and we'll give you a needle. Yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah. Or Vancouver. Yeah. 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 No, it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get started down that that road. That soapbox. <laughs> because yeah, because it's it's such a small thing. It really is not a huge cost. And to have like clean needle sites. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then that even goes back to like Zach. I don't know if it was just me and you. I think it was just me and you, or if I sent it in the group, but um. Where someone was saying, oh, it's funny how all these liberals are so mad that Trump just spent um, $50 on this. Or not $50, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the metaphor <laughs> too early. $50 billion yeah. dollars on the military when they weren't mad that uh, Bernie Sanders wanted to spend $75 billion on health care. And someone <laughs> replied to that and they're like, yeah, interest, it's, it's real funny how my wife is all mad that I spent $50 on this scimitar. But she didn't mind spending $75 on groceries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the same. Yeah. It's actually a good analogy. Right? Yeah, no, I, I love that one. Yeah. You guys, I'm looking through a box of pictures and I just found uh, an incomplete but almost full set of uh, measuring spoons. Ooh. Really? <laughs> They're bright pink. Which I Ooh. had actually almost bought on Amazon fairly recently, so I'm beside myself. This Wait, seriously? Like, what? Yeah, because I mean, I don't care what you know, think, what color things are, but like she likes pink, and oh, so okay. I was gonna be like, hey, hey, and surprise her with these. But now, I've, I mean, they're cheap. They're yeah. super cheap. But like, what the fuck? Like the whole thing has a tag on it. It says it costs forty nine cents, brand new. I have no idea how old they are. <laughs> but there you go. Now you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole of buying it. You just have it. Exactly. Yeah. 